Hi, and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host alongside Kabbalistic Sleep and Dream expert Mordecai Ballas. Hi, Mordecai. How are you today? I'm great, Wendy. How are you today? Fantastic. Had a good night's sleep. Yeah, That's feel- great. I hope everyone is well, uh, wherever you are, wherever you're listening and uh, watching. Thank you for joining. Yeah, I was going to say, we're very happy you're here. Welcome to the show. For those of you who might be joining us for the first time, The Art of Spiritual Sleep is a podcast that takes a deep dive into the amazing world of our sleep and dreams, a world that is far more powerful than a lot of us give it credit for. And we do it through the ancient wisdom of Kabbalah, through the teachings and through the meditations and We're very excited to be here. This is our seventh series. And this series, we're looking into dream interpretation, understanding it in a much deeper way than we ever have before, because we are very excited to encourage you all to kind of get your junior dream interpreter badge along with us this series. Today, the title of the podcast is Seek Truth. You know, we've talked a lot about this in in other um, podcasts that there are sorry, in other episodes that there are more true conditions for messages to come through. And now we want to explore that a little bit more from the perspective of a dream interpreter and what they look for. So I will uh, let Mordecai jump into that right away. Mordecai, what what do we need to look for in terms of the truth in dreams? So um, it's actually interesting because... um... Like we think that uh, because uh, we live in times that there is more advanced technology, like we live in more, uh, let's say, advanced life uh, with different facilities. You know, it's not for granted even to have a shower uh, or a bathroom, right? I mean, in the old days, uh, I guess it was different solutions. Uh, But because of the fact that uh, they lived in the past, I would say more like in a simpler way, the interpretation of dreams was easier. Mm-hmm. I just want to make it clear before we start, just to put it as a side note, that the work of dream interpretation, whether you're doing it for yourself, or hopefully you will also be empowered to do it for people that you love and and careful, it's important that because it's important to know that because we live in our times and there's much more distractions, uh, there's much more, uh, um, it's, it's more complex, right? Like in the old times, if you would be late for something, there's not too many reasons uh, right. to be late. Today, so many things can happen, <laughs> you know, until you get to where, uh, let's say, you're supposed to get. So because of that, because things are more complicated and and the reality is more so-called, the physical reality is more sophisticated, it requires from us greater learning, greater understanding, a deeper connection uh, compared to the old times, which the dreams were simpler because there wasn't so much going on anyways. You know, Uh, life was... uh, Life was simple. So I'd like to share, um, I would say, several uh, things that can be increasing the chances 
that this is a dream that is true. Um, and at the same time, I'm, I want to make sure that we keep our eyes on the ball and we really uh, focus on the, um, on the core of what this episode is all about, which is um, in a nutshell, which hopefully we'll develop it later on, if you really want to be connected, to, to be able to see the truth within the dream, because every dream, as the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah teaches us, is mixed with also lies, with uh, distractions. It's important that you grow your connection to your truth, to be true to yourself, to be true to your soul, uh, to, be, um, to be true um, to everything that your internal being represents. So I want to make sure that I'm clear about it, that we're going to give you different um, indications that can increase the chances uh, to spot the messages, the true messages within the dream. Keep in mind that in order for us to really, uh, because like attracts like, in order for us to be drawn to the truth within the dream, it's important that we are growing our connection to truth. Well, you know, it's it's funny that you're saying it like it's not something that we would think about. But the point is, for this series, we're looking at dream interpretation from the point of view of the dream interpreter, right? Because we want everybody to be able to do that in a better way, right? Yeah. And, and of course, um, who we are as people is going to impact how we hear a dream, right? It's right. It's, it's the lens or the or the filter that that we're putting on it. So it, it to me, what you just said makes perfect sense, even though it might not seem obvious. Yeah, it might be even surprising uh, to some of us that um, <laughs> you know it's it's kind of funny. But if you are growing your connection to truth, you will need less dream interpretation because you will know the you will know the message for yourself and for others. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, but mainly for yourself, because we're talking from the angle of the dreamer. Obviously, if you want to do it for others, it's important that and no one is saying we're going to be over, uh, overnight 100% truthful, but uh, the force of creation knows our heart. Like, it's very important, which we'll talk about it in another episode, uh, like that your heart is in the right place. But you know if you're trying to manipulate or um, cheat the system or even like white lies or whatever that might be. So the more you are growing your connection and the force of the creation sees that you're making the effort, more those doors of true messages will come, will open up for you. So there's two parts of this. And um, as you said earlier, and in many of our episodes, we have pointed out things that um, are indicators that right. things that are going on in a dream are more true or less true. So do you want to just run through those before we talk about? Yeah, we'll just go over it quickly. I'm not saying that we'll cover, um, you know, all of it. And it's not the point now to go now, uh, um, like more into the details. But just to give us a heads up, I'll I'll share quickly those that we already also covered 
Um, so we'll be able, um, and, and again, just to, to make sure it doesn't mean, oh, I dreamt this or I had this, then for sure it's a true message. It's only increasing the uh, probability we have to take into consideration other factors as well. Um, so, uh, for example, we spoke in the past about um, a dream that was dreamt before uh, the morning, around dawn, uh, some, some, some even say before sunrise, or a dream that was dreamt, because we spoke about the timing of the dream, a dream that was dreamt uh, into the depth of the night, meaning like at least 30 minutes after you went to sleep, or uh, also 30 minutes before um, uh, you woke up, assuming that it's between midnight and dawn. So uh, that, that's one indication that the dream can be, uh, the message can be true. Um, so that's, uh, that's one. We spoke uh, in the past about food, that if you didn't have like heavy food, like meat, spicy stuff, uh, dairy, sometimes even sweet, so stuff that generates heat and it comes from the stomach to the brain, then your messages are um, uh, less foggy, so they're more clear. And we also mentioned in the past that you can even calculate, uh, estimate the time on uh, when the dream will, uh, will manifest. Um, a dream that you dream about someone else, and you didn't really think about them the day before, or uh, they just, you know, came to you in the dream, uh, it's a, potentially a great message, especially for that individual, but also it depends what the individual represents to you, right? So it can also be a, a, a message uh, uh, for you. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, Isn't it certain symbols are have more? Yeah, there are more of the, the, the um, I would say, the absolute symbols, like we mentioned before, um, like snakes, um, like um, well, we elephants, right, fish. Just... I'm going into the animal section, but uh, well, doesn't we have to be. One a couple of weeks ago, the telepathic message, when you get a telepathic right. message. Or when you see somebody that is righteous, that that's right. more of a true right. message. So someone that is righteous is also one of the categories that is really, really special. It's usually like a very true dream. A dream that repeats itself, that's another thing, right? Like Pharaoh had with the, uh, shared it with Joseph in the story, in the biblical story. Um, sometimes... Yes, yes, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say one time, one you mentioned more recently was um, when you wake up, like like it's a spiritual awakening, like you wake up and it's like a wow moment. Right, you feel like wow, like it's astonishing, it's really inspirational. So that's another thing, uh, so that we, we mentioned this before, um, uh, that the dream is, we also mentioned that, that the dream is clear, it's organized, it's simple, not too many scenes, right? So that's, that can be also um, um, a very, 
a vivid dream, right? We also spoke about having vivid dreams. And it's really powerful because um, when, if, if you're doing dream interpretation on a regular basis to yourself or to others, you get to do this so, um, process of uh, sifting through, which we'll talk about it in, in another episode. Um, you, you get to do it like more naturally. So maybe here it sounds like just a bunch of uh, uh, questions, like a, a list. Uh, but when you get to practice it more and more on yourself, and maybe uh, later on on others, it becomes more natural. Like you're not necessarily going over a, a list of uh, like checkboxes. Um, so, so we said also wonderful awakening, um, special windows in time, like Kabbalistic windows in time that are certain specific ones that are very special or certain days of the month, um, which I'm not going to go into all the explanation, but it's, it can be interesting even to download the Kabbalistic calendar and to check what was so special about that day that you had a dream. Maybe there's a day of elevation of a special uh, righteous soul. A another one is when you wake up and immediately after uh, the dream finished and it seems to you that you're still dreaming like it feels you're still in the dream it takes you time to uh, to understand that you are back to the physical reality that's also an indication that the dream is very is very tangible very the message is uh, very real during the days of the week, Friday night is very powerful. A Saturday afternoon, also very powerful. Um, a dream within a dream. We also mentioned that, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, before. Um, and a dream, when, I know for some of us it's not that obvious, but a dream that was dreamt in Israel, that the scene of the dream is taking place... Um, in Israel. So these are, again, I think it's like eight or nine different things that the Kabbalists have given us to really connect more uh, to the essence uh, and, and of the truth. And these are just, you know, if you're doing it for yourself, these are, like you're saying, I know it sounds like a list, but it is some of the questions you can ask yourself, you yeah. know? And it's naturally, when it comes to you, like naturally, later on, we will see as we explore uh, the questions that people answer when, before they come into a dream interpretation session, you can use the same questions. Some of those that I mentioned here now, they actually show up in the, in the dream interpretation, uh, before the dream interpretation session. Uh, and, and I want to go back to really, to, to our focus that uh, if your intention, if your consciousness is about every day connecting to the truth of your soul. And I, I have a feeling that uh, many of us know what I'm talking about. Um, because many times we even, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to generalize, but uh, you know, I can say for myself, 
I can catch myself in different times um, having the choice to tell, uh, you know, to, to cut a corner uh, with myself or uh, with others. You know, let's say, I'm just going to give a, it might sound like a silly example, okay? Um, but let's say you, you came to your workplace or next to your house just as you're about to enter and there's, a, there's like a little a paper or a piece of dirt or a piece of garbage. Someone threw it, like even a, like a, I don't know, like a little can or something that doesn't belong there. Or like there is, it's dirty or, and you know, you have a choice. No one is around. <laughs> you know, you can choose if you want to, are you going to clean it? Are you going to go back and throw it to the garbage? Or, you know, someone else will do it. And it's like, I'm just giving it as a physical example. But many times, um, it's also with metaphysical things. You know, oh. let's say someone, someone just gave you a compliment, Wendy. Mm-hmm. But you know deep inside that the credit is not for you. Right, but you take it anyway. Yeah, you can take it anyway. What's the difference? It's not a big deal. It's just a compliment. Well, you know? Well, or you can say, you know, to be more exact, it's this person that made it happen. Well, I mean, to me, there, I hate to say it, but there are so many. How about when, you know, the phone rings and you see it's somebody that you don't want to talk to right then, but you pick up the phone and you say, you know, I'm right in the middle of something. And really what you're doing is sitting on the sofa watching TV, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, can I call you back? And it seems harmless, right? They don't know any different, you know, right. but even that it's like, not really, it's like, it's not really being truthful or honest about what you're doing, you know? Right. And by the way, I remember from my teacher from Ravberg that uh, when he was asked the question, what do you do when the person that is asking you the question cannot really, you feel it, they're not ready to hear the truth, or it would be too much for them. Sometimes the truth is painful. So what do you do? You, do you lie or, you know, so, so the Rav said, you know, um, you can share, uh, you can be economical with the truth. You can share something that you know they can handle, which won't be a lie. And, um, you know, if they ask you furthermore, you can say, you know, I don't feel comfortable sharing this with you. I'm not sure that it's the right time. I'm not sure that you are re ready to hear this. You know, I can even think even uh, with my, with my, with my wife, with Elisheva so many times, uh, let's say, um, uh, my wife would give me a compliment. I'm just going back to the compliments, right? Like, thank you so much for bringing the boxes from outside, bringing them home. And it wasn't me, you know, it was one of the kids that did it, right? So I can take the credit. Anyway, the kids right now are not there. No one is listening. Or I can say, and it's a little thing, but it's those little moments of truth that they build our core foundation you know you can even work for someone or an organization a company or even having your own business let's say you're an artist you can choose 
creating uh, an art that will sell much, but you don't feel it's you, or being true to the artist within you and creating something that you know, even if it's not going to be selling like crazy, you know that this is your truth. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so interesting because a lot of times when we talk about truth and telling ourselves and others the truth, and we think that we're, you know, very honest, it's because we don't really tell big lies. You know, we think about the big lies, <laughs> you know? Right. I cheated on somebody, I stole something, I, you know, I lied to their face about, you know, where I was or what I was doing. And it's, it, it just, it's interesting because we don't think about those little moments that are, are just, you know, it, it, like you said, it adds up and it, I would imagine that it, it's, it kind of covers, it's like veils, right. That cover. Yeah. Internal the, more, the more the more and more you are connected to truth and it starts with growing your desire i want to live in truth and i want to be truthful to uh, to myself and to others to my soul and when i say to my soul rather than to myself because sometimes we don't really know the depth of our truth and some people might argue and say the truth is relative, like they go more into the philosophical side of truth, mm -hmm. you know, like saying that, uh, well, you know, truth is not absolute. And, but, and I don't want to go into the philosophical part, but it's really the, this is the depth, the real depth behind this episode, that when you strive to connect to truth, you will experience more happiness. You'll experience more freedom. You know, when we lie to ourselves or others, even if it's a wide lie, mm -hmm. now you need to, the brain, the, the, the mind works so much more because you need to make sure all the edges are right. Right? Like all the, wait a second, if I said this, all right, but let's see. I need to make sure that all the facts are, are the, 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 the building can stand, yeah. you know? And there's always a, a, a fault. You know, if someone knows what to look for, including ourselves, you know? And there's a problem because when you tell yourself a lie and you keep on repeating that lie, or you build on that lie more lies, even if they are tiny ones, you end up believing that that's the reality, that this is the truth. Yep. Well, and it's, so, and, and to be, you know, it's funny, I, I, to be fair, it, it's not always easy to even tell yourself the truth. You know, right? sometimes it's very painful and we do a really good job. Many times that we, that we bribe ourselves. Totally. We bribe ourselves. You know, did they really make an effort today? Internal effort, uh, effort to reveal uh, spirituality. There's a line between being kind to yourself and also being uh, uh, like having discipline. Like, you know, I need to, I need to push myself to, to really go to my next level, you know, but in the name of kindness, sometimes we might, uh, uh, you know, be, I would say never too truthful, but we'll, 
will say, will tell ourselves this white lie. I actually did great today. You know? And by the way, sometimes we believe, because we are so involved with the lies, we believe the lies that the opponent, the, the force within us, that is opposing to us, is telling us. How many people believe the lie that we are not good enough? Right. Believe the lie uh, that we are not meant for greatness. Believe the lie that there is no way out of this. Believe the lie that, um, uh, you know, this is as good as it gets. Like there's so many lies that the opponent is telling us. But the more and more you strive to be in truth, the less and less those lies of the opponent will affect you because you recognize it's a lie. It's stupid. It's silly even to go there in the, in the mind, to, to, to bind to that illusion. And, and the more that you are trying to connect to truth, it comes right back to being able to not only receive truer message in your messages in your dream, but also being able to interpret it in a more yeah. to be able to see the truth in it yeah. in in the right in the right way. And by the way, you sleep deeper mm. when you are more connected to truth, right? Like imagine someone goes to sleep after a day and they. They said something to themselves or to others. It wasn't 100%, you know. When they go to sleep, this is an extra baggage that is there. Right. And it doesn't allow the soul to take off unless they really release it. So I have a question about, you know, that old saying, fake it till you make it. Sometimes, you know, we, we have to push ourselves you know, when we say, I'm, you know, somebody says, how are you? And you go, I'm great. And then your head, you're not really great, but you just want to, you know, is that go against what you're saying? Because a lot of times people are very like, you know, in the, I don't say therapy world, but you know, in the self-help world, it's like, fake it till you make it. Is there a difference? Well, you know, uh, it's a really good question. I think that, um, it's very important, and, and the neuro-linguistic programming in the NLP talks about it, and there are many uh, uh, spiritual doctrines and self-help uh, doctrines that talk about it. Like, what is the line between uh, speaking the truth and uh, uh, even the, I think it's the silver system, if I remember correctly? Um, like, they t talk about really like, um, there's a line, right, between speaking my truth and using the power of suggestion or the power of visualization of where I want to be to create that vibration. And the answer is it's not always black or white. Sometimes you need to find the gray. So let's say I remember many times with my teacher, uh, with Rav Berg and with Karen Berg, my teacher, that uh, they were asked, how are you? And you would never hear a lie, you know? Like they would say, no, I'm, I'm tired today. If they're good, they're good. But right. uh, um, I'm tired or it feels heavy, you know? Who are we kidding? You know, like so many times, um, I call it like the, the bar mitzvah, or the wedding smile check. Right? It's like, uh, 
you see, uh, you come into an event, let's say it's a birth or a wedding or whatever it is, like happy occasion, and you see people putting on their faces the fake smile. And everyone knows it's fake, including yeah. them. Yeah. So why are you smiling? It's like a half smile, you know? It's not like this, that is contagious. It's like, you know, yeah. it's like uh, half. Everyone knows. So in between, if I need to choose between uh, lying to myself or saying something, you know, that will push me to think better, I can find something in the middle. Many times I can say, you know, um, truth is I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, but I keep on pushing. Or you can say, I feel it's coming. I feel it's coming soon. I feel it's getting better. Uh, it's really important that you are uh, honest with your answer. Yeah. And, and you can ramp it up a little bit. You can uh, put some steroids into the answer, you know? Like you can say, you know, it doesn't have to be a long answer. You can say, um, I'm choosing uh, even to fake my excitement. <laughs> fake it until you make it. Because I know that generating, pushing myself to generate excitement is going to bring me more exciting things. You know, or I feel a bit heavy, but um, I'm going through this. I'm going through this. We're going to make it happen, you know. So it's, you can motivate yourself. You can push yourself without lying to yourself. Right. It's I not think a contradiction. I really think that's important. You know, I I was challenged with this after hearing a lecture from Michael Berg. I think I was telling you this, you know, where, you know, this, this subject came up and yes. a very similar thing, you know, like really, come on, even, even the small, like doesn't hurt anybody. Why isn't good. And I, I tried, I tried. And, and still to this day, I really work hard. If I don't want to talk to somebody, right? Like in my example before, I either don't answer the phone or, <laughs> or I'll say something more of, um, I'm not free to talk right now, right? Or something that's more aligned with what's really happening, you know, yeah. so that I'm not putting myself in that position to say something that isn't really what's happening, you know, for the sake of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Can I call you later? I'll call you later. Exactly. Yeah, I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. Even if it's watching TV, it's in the middle of something. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You don't have to justify. Right. I, I realized I was justifying a lot. <laughs> right. The yeah. things that um, we want to we want to look good. I remember Michael Berg told me once. You know, you want to look good in front of everyone except for being good in the eyes of the force of creation. So, which one do you choose? Right. right. By the way, I don't recommend if someone is asking you, how are you, say, no, it's really bad. Because <laughs> then you're really giving it energy, you know. I'm having such a day and you start complaining, not recommended. I, I choose before I answer to think about my answer and I choose to see the good. And I choose to see the positive and from that place I answer. But it's from a place of truth. I'm not lying. I'm not inventing that everything is good. You know, even if I remember so many times that I, we would ask 
Karen, I remember also when Karen was sick, that you would ask Karen, how is Karen doing? And Karen said, thank God. It's not thank God bad. Right. It's not uh, thank God good. Thank God. We're here, right? So sometimes I don't feel good. I don't feel good at certain times. It's a lie to say that we're feeling good all the time. Happy, excited, ecstatic. No, it's a lie. There's no such a thing. Unless you're taking something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But 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 so if someone would ask me, and I'm not having the best day, the best moment, the best hour, you know. So I would give one of those answers, you know. Thank God, you know. There's so much to be appreciative of, of you know. There's so many great answers that are true. And here's the interesting. Even if you're having the worst time of your life. It's true. And the interesting part is, is when you start to think about it and notice it, it's crazy how much we do it and don't even think about it. Do you know what I mean? Every day. You know, even the, you know, some people answer, um, I use a lot of, you know, you know, today for some reason, um, but, but some people use the phrase to tell you the truth. <laughs> and then they, they give you the, so why people are using this expression? What do you mean? Like until now you were telling me lies, <laughs> you know? So, so it's really important to understand even why uh, at certain times, at certain moments, we use certain phrases. Like it shows us to one degree or another, what's the balance between truth and, uh, you know, not exactly the truth uh, in our lives, in our internal being. So sometimes we might use phrases to cover up for the fact that we're not uh, truthful with ourselves or others. All right. Well, it's, uh, you know, I, this is not where I expected things to go, but it's the, you know, it's, well, but That's the I truth. Think it's the truth. And I think what's important is that, you know, dream interpretation is not just about, and, and as we're going to find out during the series, it's not just about knowing the symbols or knowing what the symbols mean, right? Or understanding how oh, to write yeah. the right question. It's it has to be consciousness. It's consciousness. Knowing the symbols is 40%. And I have to be um, truthful. <laughs> Let's say I can't tell you how many times someone would call me and would ask uh, about a dream. In the old times, people didn't book a session, they would just call. And um, I'm not in the zone, or nothing comes up. So nothing comes up right now. What am I gonna do, like invent something? Invent an interpretation? It's a responsibility. So right. many times I would give the individual questions, you know? This is what I would, I would recommend for you to do. Maybe ask a question next time before you go to sleep. Maybe you'll have more clarity about it. Um, and sometimes I would say, I don't know. Hmm. Now, the more the person is like, you want to leave a good impression on them, let's say, the more you want to do the interpretation. But what happens if nothing comes up? If nothing comes up, that's the truth. They need to figure it out. There's a reason why it's not coming up. But you need to 
It's like Rav Elimelech of Lijansk, the great Kabbalist says, teach your tongue to say, I don't know. Well, it's and very I'll... hard for some people, for some of us. <laughs> I don't know. Um, especially us, us Aries who think we know everything. Um, moving on. The, the... <laughs> no, but, but I just wanted to make the point that also, as we learned last week, that you know the dream follows the dream interpretation. So if you yes. are not being true to yourself and that carries into, even when you're interpreting your own dreams, you could be leading some yourself or somebody else into a place where they, you don't want to go, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. Like it's, it's, it's so tricky. And the opponent uses, the Zohar talks about it, the Zohar, the main text of Kabbalah talks about it, that the truth, the lies, will always be mixed with a little bit of truth. Because otherwise, no one would buy into the lies. Mm. So the more you are true to yourself, and you can build a whole story in your mind, which is like building a foundation of lies. That doesn't mean, right, that this is like the right direction. But now what we do in this season, we lay the foundation to become, to empower you to be the best dream interpreter you can be for yourself and hopefully even uh, in the future for others. There's a limitation to how many dreams I can inter interpret. So I want you to do part of your work. If you can do it for yourself, great. And if you need the external help, we, the dream interpreters of the Kabbalah Center, are there for you. Even the wisdom of Kabbalah is called the wisdom of truth. Because the more you are connected to truth, the more you'll be connected to the real spiritual path. And there's a danger in lies because you reach, an individual can reach a place that uh, they're so convinced. They told this lie so many times. They're so convinced that they're on the right track of consciousness, where in fact there's so many lies that they told themselves, here and there are little ones, that they build a reality that they think it's true, and no one is even giving them the truth, because they're not open to the truth, because everything was lies. The foundation was lies. I know it sounds extreme, but this is the reality. Like, and no one expects us to be perfect tomorrow, but it's the desire, the desire to become more and more truthful that the creator, the force of creation will give us the support to become our best true self. All right, Mordecai, we're going to end on that note because it was so powerful. Thank you so much. And let's shift gears and head to the peak. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's shift gears and head to the language of dreams. I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the episode that this is where we talk about a sleep symbol of the week. So you can add to your uh, skills as a dream interpreter. What is the right. sleep? So, so the, the symbol today is a, a door or a gate. And that represents um, a, a decision that the person needs to make. And um, if the door is locked, so the person is, uh, or the gate is locked, the person is um, 
refraining, pushing it away, delaying the decision that they need to make. What is a door? What is a gate? It's differentiating between two spaces, two realms. So many times it can indicate that if you go through that door, that can lead you to the next level. If you, uh, if the door is um, uh, blocked completely, then there's something within you that is within the individual that dream that they really block that they they don't really want to make that decision. And um, also, if the lock is uh, broken or if the lock if it's opening smoothly, like you will come to make that decision and um, it's very clear to you, very true to you, what you need to do, you know the truth. And it's really amazing because you, you see that many people dream about doors, like the focus of the dream is about the door or the gate before they uh, are going to the next level in their career mm. or before uh, they need to make a decision about marrying this person or going into this partnership or uh, finishing one chapter, starting another chapter in one area or another, uh, making a decision like medical decision or any decision in life. The door represents an opportunity to make a decision and to go further to the next level. So it's the gate too. So what if, is it just seeing the door or what if you see somebody coming through the door, like walking through the door? Or so if you see someone coming through the door, they try to open it for you or you knock on the door and they don't open. It depends what this person represents to you, if, if you know them, right? If you don't know them, it might indicate about an individual that will come your way in the near future and will sh will show you the way on how will support you in making the right decision for you. And what if even, you the, even when you need to take right or left, right? Yeah. So the right is right. Left is not called false, right? But right, it's true, right? That that's why one of the Kabbalists says that when you need to make a choice between right or left, always choose right. Okay. What, what, no, because I, it's the right decision. Can I ask also, like, if you're just seeing the door, how do you know? I mean, it, it, are there other indicators in the dream that will tell you what the decision is about? Or is it just you kind of know what it is? Yeah, it depends. Where is the door? Like, what is it for? Right. If it's in the door in, uh, let's say, in your house, it can be something related to your family life or to a relationship that you have with someone. Okay. It can be a door um, um, in office. Israel, somewhere it's connected to spirituality, or a door to the Kabbalah Center, that the door is opening up, or um, a door uh, to a library, which represents the energy of wisdom, a door to uh, your business, which represents your career. Okay. So be uh, so, so kind of try and be aware of or yeah even a, even a door of a car which in the old times there wasn't a, a, anything like this there was a carriage but not a car so even a, a door to a, let's say a carriage or a car represents an opening a decision you need to make about your vessel your growth your your capacity to receive from what life has to offer.
Okay, great. I love that. Um, I hope lots of people see lots of wonderful doors opening for them and their dreams right. coming up. And what is something to sleep on this week? So something to sleep on, um, it's, it's deep. It's not an easy necessarily exercise, um, but it will improve your sleep and it will improve the, uh, your ability to recognize the truth in your dreams and to draw more truth to your dreams. And it's, you can try it for one week or do it even longer, hopefully for the rest of yeah. our lives. Uh, to pay more attention uh, this week, um, throughout the week, to put like a, a, I don't want to call it lie detector, a truth detector. And really to, uh, to catch yourself to put a guard, internal guard within you, when are you true to yourself? And when are you cutting corners? And it's also when you do it with others. And you can try to journal it, and no one is going to see it, just you and the force of creation. And even if it's justified dishonesty. You know, I didn't want to hurt this person, so... I said it in this way. There's a way to say that you won't hurt them as much as you didn't want to, and uh, it won't be dishonest. You just have to be more creative and make more effort to come up with that answer. You, you have to ask for more guidance on how do I do it that it's still true. And yes, there are certain professions, uh, I'm guessing, let's say, being a lawyer, let's say, in a court, it's not necessarily easy, especially if you represent like people that uh, maybe deep inside you know that there's, it, it doesn't feel uh, right. And there are other, that, that might be like, it's a, it's a more effort. But on the other hand, the truth is, uh, you are in this position because you're supposed to reveal truth through this. You just have to be more creative through what you do. I'll tell you, like I said, having done this myself, I think everybody is going to be very surprised when you really start to be aware and monitor yourself a little bit, how often we, we just go a little bit left of the truth, like a little bit. We lose, we, off, we lose the right? compass. We, we yeah. lose the compass and it's, and once you start recognizing it and you make an effort to reframe, re, re, reframe your words, it's really quite amazing. And it is freeing in a lot of ways. It's hard, but it's really freeing. Yeah. Uh, I, I highly really recommend freeing. this one. All right, Mordecai. And we're probably doing it hundreds of times a day well, without, even, without even knowing that we. it's time to turn on the guard and really pay attention because we're losing energy when we don't go that way. Yeah. Like I said, I think you'll all be surprised. Because we don't even yeah. think about it, you know, it, it's so true. And really feel free to share with us your feedback, your experience, and with the intention that this will also inspire others to be more truthful with themselves and others. Exactly. All right, Mordecai, thank you so much. We really appreciate all yeah. of this. Um, just a reminder to everybody, first of all, we um, really love your support and we really would love your support to help more and more people um, have access to all of this incredible wisdom and information behind Sleep and Dreams. So please visit our social media sites 
on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Um, if you are interested in a dream interpretation with Mordecai, because you're still junior and you may want some, you know, <laughs> you want the, 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 the best of the best, you can reach him at dreams at uh, And if you're interested in a one-on-one session with Mordecai to further um, elevate your sleeper dreams in whatever way you feel you need, you can reach out to him at art of spiritual sleep at Kabbalah.com. We thank you so much. If, as always, we love to hear uh, your comments and feedback. We check our social media sites during the week. So please feel free to, to reach us there. And we will look forward to continuing on with this fascinating series next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And God bless you.